the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day. First one is going to be optics. The way a situation, action, event, etc. is perceived by the public or by a particular group of people. Optics. That's an easy one. You got that one down. I love optics. You love optics? The thing I remember that is from Call of Duty. Oh, okay. What are the... Um, well, my optics of this situation right now is that you're not sitting close enough to that microphone. I'm uh, close. Close enough. Your optics differ. Okay. Uh, your word of the day, unofficially brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com, is diffing. 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 Now, it leads me to believe that it's something um, English, uh, as I'm finding that most of these words are, but it is because... Uh, it says, when a group of knobheads gather to wreck their cars by spinning around in circles, usually done by joyriders from West Belfast, mm-hmm. so, you know, West Northern Ireland, and little boys who think uh, twin Camaros and old Beamer, or no, twin cams, excuse me, twin cams and old Beamers, as old as the hills, are cool. So it sounds like they're just drifting very old cars. That sounds like the, the European version of taking your uh, 97 Honda Civic and whipping it around in a Taco Bell parking lot. So. I did that with a minivan. Oh, really? Uh, the, the flannel van? No, actually, no, I didn't do it on the Taco Bell. I did it in the uh, high school football practice field. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> My God. All right. Well, it's. Uh, I think it's been long enough to... Almost really got can't. kicked off the baseball team. <laughs> they, can't, they can't get you mad. Okay, yeah, you, you got in trouble for it already. You're good to go. I think you're vindicated. Thank you. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, good show today. Lots of stuff to get to. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's get it on. Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes, for regular Joes, sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. Yeah. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in the garage by my friend and co-host, Brendan Flanagan. Hello. How's it going, Flan? It's going good. We're grooving. You're coming in extra loud today. I think your microphone is really loud. No, I'm saying it's you. It's you got nah. all about that bass, about that bass. <laughs> yeah, you're very, you're very loud. You're very noisy. All right, uh, good show today. Despite that little hiccup right there, uh, let's get things, let's get it started right now. Do you want to? Uh, I'll give you the uh, the chance, Flan. These are the talking points. We'll toss them up. The NFL's uh, play or pass interference rule change because apparently that happened. Uh, Sweet 16 preview or one that was a late edition. Mark Davis doesn't want the Raiders to be on hard knocks. Which one are we leading off with? Um, Raiders. Okay. We're going to talk about Mark Davis. All right. So Mark Davis, uh, just as I, as I stated a minute ago, uh, says he doesn't want the Raiders to be on hard knocks. He's just not a fan. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, 
that, oh, he says it would quote unquote disrupt the Raiders. Like you haven't disrupted the Raiders enough, you know, like with your. It, well, in it, his defense, it's a pretty crappy facility they got in Napa. <laughs> so why? So I, don't why know, I, don't, I don't. I don't know how much uh, room HBO would have to work so with. So what you're saying is that we should wait another year because the Raiders. They're good. They're, no, when I, they when they move to Las Vegas in their first year, they will definitely be on well, hard that, knocks. We're banking on the fact that they're still going to suck, and that's what I'm saying is I think it's pretty safe to say that they. Will I think still they'll be suck. decent. When I think they, they'll still make the cutoff. What are the rules for how, for hard knocks? What do you you have uh, to be the bottom make, five? You can't. Yeah, bottom five can't make the playoffs in the last like three or four years or some certain amount of years. And then there's one more thing, too. Six teams are eligible. This is a back on January 2nd. Okay, so they have a first-year head coach in place. They have a playoff berth in the past two seasons. They have appeared on Hard Knocks in the past 10 years. Those are your three exemptions. Otherwise, I guess you're good to go. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, so teams that are eligible right now are the Niners, Broncos, Browns, Chargers, Ravens, and the R-Words. So the Niners are willing to... Uh, so really, he made this comment, and it's like, yo, you made the playoffs in the past two seasons. Oh, no, this might be from 2018. Yep, this is from 2018. This is a year ago. Okay, whoops, wrong, wrong, false, fake news. Fake, but you know the, the rules now, though. I know the rules. It was just the teams that were eligible was wrong. Okay, here we go. Here's the real teams. Uh, this, uh, the Lions, Raiders, Giants, Niners, and the R-Words. But now we know the rules. So the Giants are the team that people would want to see. Uh, but it's but they're just they're There's awful. There's nobody there. They're though. awful. What stars are you gonna do there? The Niners look like an appetizing option right now. There's a lot. They're bringing in a culture change. There's a lot of free agency moves. Jimmy G's coming back from an injury. I mean, you know, and uh, well, Shanahan's already said he's gonna keep g- Mullins and and Bethard on the squad. The problem is when you start forcing teams to do this, you start getting to a point where. I think people are just not going to give you any content. <laughs> They're probably going to have a talk before these cameras come in and just don't do anything. Well, you know, they get the they get the pieces of the start. I'm not a uh, habitual hard knocks watcher, right? Like I don't subscribe to I am not to a this. fan of hard knocks. I don't I don't I don't, you know, go to that church every week. Um, but I have seen episodes in the past and from what I can gather, episodes and clips, I've seen, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to Frances it where I've seen an entire season in the clips in the, you know, um, I've seen enough of it to understand what goes on with the show, and they really they find a couple guys who are on the verge of not making the roster or who are fighting for a spot, and they cling to them for a storyline, and then extra content is just put out by anybody else that's around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you'll have a camera in your wide receiver room, and you'll get a Jarvis Landry given a very impassioned speech that's, you know, probably just made for TV. But um, other than that, you're, you're going to be following a guy who's trying to – either not get cut completely or, worst-case scenario, end up on the practice squad so he can still show up to the facility, you know? Uh, that's your most compelling storylines. And, I mean, the Raiders, there's a lot of draft picks, so there's going to be a lot of rookies there, a lot of guys competing for spots. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. The problem is that you have A.B. there now, and A.B. loves the cameras. So you you got you to gotta worry about him being a distraction there. I don't know. I like it. I like the thought of the Raiders being a – yeah, the, I don't know. I give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders or the Niners. I want Hard Knocks in the Bay Area this year. Those are the most. Those are the two, and you can't fight that either. Out of the two, because uh, the R words, they don't have a quarterback, so nobody's gonna want Colt McCoy. That's who you're gonna sell me on. Um, and then you know Eli's really old, so unless the Giants draft a quarterback, it's New York go, though. It doesn't. Mm, I mean, I get that, but I'm just saying. And the lines, just you're done. You're out. Like that's cool, <laughs> Patricia. That's a nice experiment that you're playing with over there. But that's what I'm saying. It's got to be. Like people would hype it up with Patricia, just as a fat coach. Some people would think it's funny. Mm, who else? Who do they have besides Matt Stafford? Is Matt Stafford even that interesting? That's what I'm saying, dude. I need storylines, and maybe I'm a little biased because I live in the Bay Area and I and I hear this more, and I have to go out of the out of my way to you know get my my team's news. You know, I have to follow. I'm just waiting for when they do this hard knocks, you know, and then when they do a season that's just an absolute dud because the team purposely didn't give them any content. Well, then maybe that'll be the Raiders. Maybe that'll be the Niners. All I'm, all I'm saying is I'm a fan of this. Make this make this happen. I'm interested. I'm not I'm not a big fan of hard knocks. I like the idea. Well, I'm saying this would be a season where I would run to every episode because I just found out I got HBO now with, with AT&T. <laughs> Shout out to AT&T. All right. Um, what do you want to do next? Sweet 16 preview or the uh, stick with the NFL? NFL. We're going to stick with the NFL. Now, 
uh, when I heard that they changed the pass interference rule or they're going to experiment with it and they're going to allow them to, to challenge it, they're going to allow them to challenge pass interferences, uh, my first thought was, are you happy now, New Orleans? Like, are you going to stop mm -hmm. bitching? Like, does, what does that do? That's still, you still lost the game. That gets you nothing. That just gets you... Uh, I, I, saw, I heard somebody made, this a good, made a good... I don't know where I heard it. I heard somewhere that... I just looked up what... I mean, it's an, it was an atrocious call. Mm -hmm. But when was the last time, like, some of them that, like, that happened, where it was, like, that obvious? It doesn't happen too often. From what I've heard from people who have talked about it so far today is that uh, the, the most egregious penalties will happen on the last plays of the half, right? Because... Those are trying to make something happen. Hail Mary plays. Yeah, you get to make something happen. Exactly. Uh, another issue that they're going to have there is maybe uh, are, are you going to be able to go back and take a look and say, oh, there was pass interference. Like, let's say there's a play where obvious pass interferences occur, like a defensive pass interference occurs. But prior, like maybe five seconds before that in the replay, let's say, you know, it's like a go route or something like that. Like the the offensive wide receiver clearly pushes off or gets handsy or does something. Then then what are you doing? Is it just a dead play and we've wasted time on a replay? Like I understand why people wanted this rule in place and what, what made them so upset, but th th those were no-brainers. There should have been somebody there to override in that situation and be like, nope, we missed that. Let's get it right in the name of the game or, you know, in the name of integrity for the game. Um, I don't think that you need to institute the capacity for a coach to challenge it because penalties happen on every single play. Mm -hmm. There's how many officials are there out on the field? Seven. A lot. There's I think there's six or seven officials out there, and there are 22 players. So good luck keeping track of who's following the rules at all <laughs> times. Um, and when you go to slow, I mean, I'm not. I don't care if it's going to slow down the game or not because I I am now a believer in in red zone. Cashed up for that this past season. Whew. Best purchase you can make during <laughs> football season. That's why nobody wants to go to football games anymore. I was just watching our red zone. I can watch all of them. Uh, well, if the Niners are still playing Kansas I go to that any day of the week. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll keep that same. Well, no, that'll be in Santa Clara. I was going to say, keep that same energy when the uh, schedule gets released. Levi we'll find sucks. Out when, they're, when they're playing the Steelers. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't mind that the game's going to be slowed down. It's whatever. It's about getting the calls right. It's just going to be interesting to see when a when there's a, a what we believe to be. But, you know, but, but the thing that's I mean, it's like it's almost like it's like an opinion almost like when they call it. Well, it's that's that, what it's I'm saying like is what happens when Odell's running down the field, 20 yards down the field, and there's a there's a pass, and he clearly gets held for pass interference 20 yards down the field, but you find out that 10 yards prior. As he was making the, as he was passing the the DB, that he shoves off, or you know, he gets away with a little nudge there himself, which is illegal contact. Mm -hmm. Then is the play you just wasted time for a dead play, you know, for what what could have. I don't know. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, and I wouldn't be surprised. But at what point are they going to start? Like they, they, this is the one thing that I have a problem with the NFL is they keep adding on more and more things. And at what point are they going to start doing? Like there'd be an egregious holding, or they start doing reviews for holding, or every or when it's every. Well, it's damn. a holding fall. Or holding apparently happens on every single play, so there's nothing you can do to take a look at. But I mean, at one point though, you're just gonna say like, we can't make any more drastic changes. Or it's just gonna. You can't. You can't do that because you need to have your game constantly evolve, and that's one thing that you're seeing baseball really affected by is the NBA and the NFL. You have to give them credit. They adapt to a play that's more entertaining. And, uh, you know, it's, the NHL is starting to do it, too. I want to give them some love. And even NASCAR had to break up their format. We're not going to have you run 500 laps in a row now. We're going to have you run 130, then 200, and then the final 75 or something like that. You just have to change it up. And um, there's just certain things, man, like the institution of a video challenge was something that they, they started experimentally with like this for one season. They had a vote. And the owners ended up voting it in the next season, thirty to two, like in favor of keeping it around with these rules. You know, it's the game's got to evolve, and unfortunately, like I just think this. It seems like uh, the NFL is making a drastic overreaction for something that doesn't quite need this much, you know, attention and coverage. They should have come out in the moment and just been like, "We messed that up. We need to fix it." And you know, moving forward, this is something that we're gonna do because we want to get it right in the name of in, in the name of integrity, you know. Mm -hmm. It, but I I understand where you're coming from too. So, but that's what another storyline that's gonna make next yeah. football season so interesting.
aside from the fact that your quarterback's on the mend and my team was essentially falling apart at its seams, allegedly. Uh, we'll see how it goes. <coughs> but, oh, dubs are on? Yep. Okay, mid-show switch to the dubs game. We're just going to keep this on for ourselves. You guys can check the score tomorrow. 68-65 when we're tuning in. It's going to be a good playoffs, man. I can't wait for that. Always a fun time. This might be the last time they're together. Last we raw. All right. Uh, last up on the talking points, the Sweet 16. And I, if your bracket's busted, your bracket's busted. If you're still in the mix, you're still in the mix. We'll take that for whatever it means. All I'm saying is that we got some really good games set up this weekend. Or starting on Thursday, excuse me. But um, I'm looking at the matchups. Duke, Virginia Tech, LSU, Michigan State, Gonzaga, Florida State, Texas Tech, Michigan, Kentucky, Houston, Auburn, North Carolina, Tennessee, Purdue, and Oregon, Virginia. I don't care. Aside from Oregon, I don't care who your favorite school is. You will find out who the best college basketball team is this year. I mean, Oregon making a run would be something else, but they don't even have their best player out on the court. So I, I don't know how, how different this team would be running through bowl bowl. I saw it for we saw it for twelve games. That's it. You know, they play upwards of thirty in, in college basketball. So he played for a third of the season, if that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be very a very interesting weekend. Uh, Virginia Tech beat Duke granted without Zion, but we'll see if they're able to pull off another upset. Uh, LSU Michigan State, I think Michigan State should handle LSU, but this is a very good LSU team. Gonzaga Florida State, that was a rematch of last year, wasn't it, in the Elite Eight? Yeah, yeah, last year's Elite Eight uh, with Florida State winning. And so you want Gonzaga. There. Gonz no, Sweet 16. So, oh, it was Sweet 16 last year. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Gonzaga looking for some retribution there or revenge. Uh, and then Texas Tech, Michigan. I honestly think this is the one matchup that is kind of irrelevant. It's going to be entertaining to watch because you're going to have two good basketball teams. But I don't think they – I think Gonzaga, as long as Gonzaga handles Florida State, I think Gonzaga can wipe the floor with these other two teams. Uh, Virginia, Oregon's going to be interesting just to see if Virginia will eventually choke or if they keep up this strength uh, that is their defense. They're strangled teams, man. They don't let you score 50 yeah. points. And then uh, Purdue, Tennessee. Tennessee. Like, yeah, I like Tennessee too. I think Purdue. As long as uh, Admiral Scoville's getting in foul trouble, I think they got it. Yeah, he's <coughs> which was interesting with him getting in foul trouble last game because he took himself out. He said, Coach, I can't play the game the way I want to play, so I'm going to come out, which problematic. But uh, you need to stay out of foul trouble then. Um, and then the next matchup I'm looking at, North Carolina-Auburn. Auburn's, Auburn's just really – Take the over. <laughs> take, yeah, take it to the bank. Take the over. Uh, Auburn is underrated, and I don't mean that in the traditional sense. They like, won the SEC tournament. They should, But I'm saying they shouldn't have been a five seed. Oh. This is a team that should have been a four. And I, you, you think to yourself, oh, four, five, what is that supposed to mean? But it's a, a four, I believe. That was, that was great radio. Is a They are – the bracket's super small on the computer. Who's a four play? A four play's a 13, right? Let's for see. that, I'm gonna think this take. Out. I'm gonna think this take out loud. Well, you beat a four seed anyway, so really, what I'm saying is kind of irrelevant. <laughs> but I just okay. So maybe I I do sound pretty cliche right there with this, uh, with the they're underrated, uh, but they're a very good team. And North Carolina, uh, another very good team. So it'll be interesting to to see that matchup there. And then um, the winner of that plays the winner of Houston, Kentucky. Now I think Kentucky should walk all over Houston. But I actually remember watching a Houston game earlier this year. I don't remember who they were playing. It was an uh, American Conference game. Actually, I think it was Cincinnati, Houston versus Cincinnati. And I was impressed with what I saw uh, at the time. I don't remember it now, but I remember being impressed at that time. Mm -hmm. So uh, it would be interesting because Coach Cal, you know, I, what's interesting about Coach Cal is I feel like he, uh, he coaches you to get you ready for the NBA. And he doesn't really coach, like, team basketball. Maybe I'm reading that wrong, which I could be, total possibility. But it just seems like he gets, you know, there's more guys in the NBA that went to Kentucky than any other school in the league right now. Fun fact. So. All right. Uh, you got anything to chime in for Sweet 16, or are you just pumped? Uh, I'm pumped. Hopefully Florida State beats Gonzaga and Duke moves wow, on. Wow, man. I can't believe and you're Tennessee saying that against your favorite on. school. And uh, no, it's my, not my favorite school. Oh, school. okay. Excuse me. Your childhood school. And um, North.
North Carolina. North Carolina, Tennessee, Duke, Florida State. And Duke, so it's probably going to be Duke, Michigan State, Gonzaga, Michigan. So one two one two. You think it could be a Virginia, Tennessee, and that would be one two. And then I mean, North Carolina, Kentucky, one two. That's what is the, what does the term chalk mean? Have you heard that? Yeah, I don't know what it means though. You don't know what it means? Neither do I. I'm not gonna lie. I think it just means like just. Hopefully it's not sexual. That sounds. No, really when it says that it's weird. a chalk matchup, like or that's chalk, oh. like my brackets chalk. I don't know. That's a that'd be an interesting search. Probably right just all scribbled out. I don't my know. My brackets chalk. Well, you gotta I gotta miss spell chalk right. Jesus. If chalk trend continues, I don't. Yeah, what does that even mean? Oh, Google not helping out at all. I guess it's just if you went with the highest ranked seeds. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? That's going to have to do. Again, apologize for the shitty silences there, but there was a lot here that that we did not know. We spoke on something we were not sure about, which is kind of like us filling out a bracket. All right. Um, now it is going to be time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. And that music means it is time to welcome on show statistician, friend of the show, Tim Brown. Tim, how's it going? Great, although that Tim Brown guy sure is an asshole. <laughs> A little bit, sometimes. I think that's pretty redundant now that I think about it because I introduce it as now it's time for Tim Brown's stat of the day, and then I introduce you as tim brown it's like well of course it, it, it's <laughs> time for you to come on because i just said it is well i mean there's the times that you call late and i'm already in bed and then you play the music anyway and then you have that awkward well never mind tim's not available right now so that is true there we there have been the, the occasional no shows but i still keep in the music because it's fun anyway um all right so let's hear the stat of the day because we got some interesting stuff to throw your way Okay, so the stat of the day is in so last year the Miami Marlins had an average attendance of ten thousand and thirteen guests, if you will. And I I've done some like so only the Dodgers are mentioned, but this year the Dodgers <coughs> have had an average of ten thousand three hundred twenty six guests for their spring training games. <laughs> oh that's ridiculous. That's disgusting. that's a terrible look for the uh, for the Marlins, and then yeah. you know what? Also, uh, not to take any shine away from from your uh, Dodgers, your Doyers, but did you see the uh, the Cubs tweet out the picture of their spring training? That was like a thank you to their fans. That stadium oh. was packed. You get so last year they had, I think it was the record for uh, attendance in spring training throughout history, and they had like I want to say thirteen thousand fans in attendance on average for each game. All that for fake baseball, man. Whatever. You get to see young studs like Fernando Tatis Jr. No, nah, you're mostly just going to get fucked up. Uh, <laughs> that was a plan. Just because some teams' farm systems aren't as good as others. Yeah, that's I think true. I, I, watched, I think I watched one pitch of the game I went oh, to. Oh, that's good. That's, you know. Flynn, you watched more. You only remember one pitch. Uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I do remember I went, I went into the bathroom and started talking shit to the uh, Phillies fans. Like, how's that 2010 NLCS, big dog? <laughs> nice. You did not like it. Yeah, you know, was that, did you go before Harper signed or after? Before. Uh, oh, before. Yeah, before. Okay, so they couldn't throw that back in your face. I was going to say, that would be pretty stupid to mouth off to, a, to a, uh, a Philly fan like that now that they got him. But, all right, Tim, uh, so the MLB season is starting tomorrow. Uh, at the time that we are recording this, it is today, if you were listening to this on a Thursday or later. It's already started, technically. Yeah, down to the two games in Japan. All right. Um, what's the most intriguing storyline, maybe, or storylines, I should say? What are the most intriguing storylines at the start of this baseball season? I won't have you make any predictions until later. Oh, come on. Nope. Well, you can. With predictions. You, you actually did really well with the uh, playoffs last year, but I also, the more I think about it and I reflect upon that, it was also kind of like a no-brainer. It was almost like college basketball, like this year, where it's like we've only been talking about a handful of teams, so of course those handful of teams are going to make it. Well, I don't know. My bracket, uh, I think, is pretty bad. Hopefully, there's an updated bracket on the show so I can <laughs> listen to it. Your <laughs> bracket is bad. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, most intriguing storylines for the 2019 MLB season. Go. Uh, so far for the off season for me it's been these crazy extensions which I've enjoyed 
tremendously. Money, money, money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two big names that have not signed anywhere, uh, Dallas Kegel and Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell. Oh, I cannot say well, that. Try and say yeah. both their names back-to-back like that like 10 times. That would be a great tongue twister. <laughs> and it'd also yes. be full of slurs too. You couldn't you couldn't say that really a bunch of Dallas Kegel not signed. Uh yeah, so extensions and then those two have not been signed. Yeah, which is a shock to me. Uh Kimbrell's arguably the best closer of all time. His numbers would suggest that because his save rate, strikeout rate are higher than any other closer in baseball historically. Um and Kygel's a solid pitcher. I mean, he's he's won a Cy Young, and I would say he's a decent, a decent number one, a great number two. And if someone actually picked him up and he's their number three, that'd be astonishing for that rotation. Okay. Anything else? Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Eloy Jimenez, two young studs. Opening day rosters for both of them. Did Guerrero Jr. make an opening day opening day roster? I'm pretty sure he got no, hurt. He got injured and so they kept him down. Yeah. He, oh really? I would argue that he would be on Toronto's opening day roster if he didn't. I think he's an oblique strain, so. Oh. And then Francisco Lindor, ankle sprain today on his rehab from his calf injury. Heartbreaker for the Cleveland team out there. I I didn't know. I didn't know that either. You got me there. You got me there. For uh, the Cleveland team? Yeah. The, it's kind of like the Washington R-Words. Yeah, 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 the Cleveland team. The Cleveland I-Words. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I for insensitive. Does that work? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to put in there. <laughs> uh, okay. Next up, I want to talk about Larry Bear getting suspended. The MLB came down and they uh, suspended him till July first. Flan shaking his head, he's pretty disrespectful. Well, what do they mean? Oh, without pay? Okay, well, is it, he's, know, he's, he's a he's a board member of Safeway or something like that. You think he's just not going to keep racking in money and just watch the games from his penthouse well, in San Francisco? That, and I think he can afford to go two months without getting paid. Yeah. So it's just I I don't know, Tim. Uh, he Harsh suspension. Suspended until July first without pay, and I just want to know. I just want somebody else to confirm this that if this was a player, they would have been suspended for the entire year. They would have been in way more trouble. Uh, what's up with this? I mean, is it just because the nobody's deciding to press charges, or, or what's up? Because as a Giants fan, it's like, this is this guy's in charge of my team. Like, this is embarrassing. Yeah, if it was a player, he would definitely be, I would say, full season. Uh, MLB has a strict no domestic violence case. That's kind of... I want to say David Justice was blackballed from MLB for that reason in the in the early 90s. Early 90s? Late 90s. Anyway, um, yeah, through July, I mean, the good thing for him is that Giants games aren't good to go to weather-wise until July anyway. <laughs> um, not trying to take away from the team, but... The no, weather, no, no, it's just, yeah, yeah, the environment. April and May and June. I guess June's a good time to go to, but I like the July games where you can go at... 640, 740, and you're hot, and then the fog rolls in and cools everything off. Yeah, when you decide to go to a, to a, or Oracle, I I said let's Never go. Never again. I was gonna say Never I again. said I've offered to go with you, and you've you've turned me down multiple times. So. I have my reasons, okay. Okay. Uh, I had a I had a young cousin, female, get beer thrown on her for wearing a Padres hat one game, and ever since then, boo Giants Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, one of our players got socked and then term, like permanently injured for the rest of his life. Player, was it I mean, player, yeah. player, not player, a fan yeah, at Dodger EMT. Stadium. So, By fuck, those the, yeah. fuck the Dodgers. Dodgers sucks. <laughs> one, one of the Dodgers fans got stabbed and thrown in the bay after a Giants game. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, but it's just which one was worse. Pissing matchup. His fans <laughs> suck more. I mean, it's, it's one thing like. I understand if you're mouthing off and it's two adults, but when you have a six-year-old girl with you getting beer thrown on her for wearing a Padre hat, that's kind of a yeah. black eye for everybody in the bleachers at that oh, point. I got you. And then the Bay Area fans, that the Niner fans that beat up on that Minnesota Viking fan too, not so, or like what was that, like three, four years ago now? Um, that was or, or the black hole in general. Yeah, the black <laughs> hole too, that rap. The Bay Area, man, you got to clean up that fandom. I think every, I think every bit, fan base has that, though. Well, yeah, you got racist fans in Utah. Oh, yeah. You got rowdy fans out here in the Bay. You know, it's just, it's not good. You have gangbangers across, no, that, that's across the board. So. Just lucky that the Raiders, I mean, are, Raiders aren't moving to L.A. That would be worse. 
That'd be hilarious. I think, I think oh it would have been a better goodness. move than the Chargers. Okay, um, so, yeah, Larry Bear getting suspended. You got Dodger games where you just hear gang whistles the whole time during the broadcast? Uh, I don't I don't watch a lot of Dodger games. That happen? Oh, all the time, dude. You, you can't go without hearing a bird call, dude. <laughs> it's to the point now where I, like, I just mute every game, honestly. I can't stand any announcer ever since Vince Foley left. It's just, even A's games, dude, I just... Put it on mute and watch the game. Yeah, Pretty well, cool. I like Crook and Kipe. If Crook and Kipe ever stop doing it, that's when I might get to the point of uh, muting a Giants game. But um, I'll never forget. I didn't hear it live, but I read um, I read about it after it happened. Was Vin Scully, and I've read it on the podcast before, his breakdown of a story involving Madison Bumgarner, a snake and two bunnies, and then he wove it like poetry into a pitch-by-pitch call during a game once, and it was just like, this is mastery. Mm-hmm. Like we It do, was a stud. You don't realize what you have until it's gone, and then you have to listen to somebody like A-Rod break down baseball games on Sunday night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I will I say – I'll go for a flame. Jessica Mendoza is pretty good at that job. Oh, though. yeah. She's, she's like she's like uh she is to she's baseball. the best thing going for the ESPN baseball. She right is to uh baseball broadcasting what Doris Burke is to basketball broadcasting. Like I Vescursion pretty good. I didn't say the Vescursion was bad. It's really just a Rod that's bringing down that whole vibe oh, for horrible, me. That whole horrible. presentation. Like <laughs> yeah, it was so funny though. Was it like opening day last year? Jayla just walks into. Uh, <laughs> On into their little set thing yeah, to give to give A Rod a kiss. Come on, yeah. Uh, I need to, I, that was scripted too. You know, he's talking to her beforehand. Like you do it, everybody loves you. You do it, everybody loves me now. Like it, it'll work. It'll work out. Work out. No, A Rod sucks. <laughs> Cheater. Right. I guess that's one more thing for the baseball season. I forgot to mention. I, I rumor. I don't know if it's been confirmed, but Joe Buck is out for the World Series call. What? Uh, what? Goodness. What? And, uh, best versions. I will oh, say okay. I will say okay. this I will say this with uh, some uh, put some respect on Joe Buck's name the guy that was the guy that really sucked was uh, his little partner in crime McCarver McCarver was bad oh they were both horrible but I, th- I, th- I think Joe Buck's decent but I think McCarver just brought Buck down to a level that's just really bad McCarver was awful I'll take Vescursion though that's, that's true that's very true, very true. Uh, the primetime 30 for 30 no I think it's McCarver, but McCarver will not talk to Deion Sanders because Deion Sanders dumped water on him during uh, the uh, Braves playoff run or something. It was just hilarious. There's like some bickering between. I, I think it's McCarver, but there's some bickering between the two of them that still to this day they just do not talk to each other. Petty Thirty wars. years later, yeah. Petty wars. <laughs> I, I love, it. love it. Yeah, no, I'm all about it too. All right, Tim. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Uh, do you have any parting shots before we bid you adieu until what's today? Sunday. Till Sunday, I, I was gonna give you the predictions for everything, but I guess you don't want to do that today. Predictions for what? You name it, dude. Rookie of the year, Cy Young, MVP, both leagues. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, you're fine. Uh, non-biased. Uh, who besides the Dodgers has the best chance at winning a World Series? <laughs> the Houston Astros. Okay. My goodness, that team. Could have done nothing and won the West and potentially went to the World Series, and then they just added and added and added. So I think they, I think they take it. Okay, I'm not going to disagree because I haven't watched a whole bunch of spring training baseball. Rockies. So. Oh, okay. All right. Flans jumping ship. <laughs> he's changing. He's changing orders in the middle of the stream. All right, Tim. We will talk to you on Sunday. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Uh, you too. Is there it's a UFC? Fun. Is there a UFC this weekend? I think so. Okay, we might talk about that then, too. All right, uh, talk to you later, Tim. All right, Violence 101. That'd be great. <laughs> See you, Tim. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. First up on the winners, losers list, Cliff Kingsbury. And he's got a new rule for his Arizona Cardinals. And I'm thinking about instituting one myself here. Flan? Yeah. What's so special on the phone? Nothing. Okay. You want Bumble? Bored. Bumble? Just bored. Okay. That's <laughs> what I like to hear. Uh, Bumble? Tinder? Which one is it? Hinge? None. Okay. Oh, that's right. You found love. Um, 
<laughs> oh, no comment. Um, so Cliff Kingsbury's instituted a rule about letting his players get on their phones every 30 minutes, and I just want to know from you, uh, A, are you a fan of this, and then B, from your reaction, I'll gauge if I should institute something like that for the show. Well, if you institute it, I'm not going to follow it. Okay. This is my life, not <laughs> in a professional setting, and I don't really, I don't really care. I mean, if it get, I mean, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. No, I get that. I, like old heads, it feels like like a Michael Wilbon or like a Tony Kornheiser or even a Francesa would be like, "You can't do this! Oh my God! How could you have players looking at their phone?" But it's just the reality is, is like you grow up with ADD now. Yeah. Like you've got so many things stimulating you every 30 minutes. And I feel like this is going to work out in his favor because you might get, like, every other break where the players are like, nah, fuck it, let's keep going. You know, because let's say they checked their phone 30 minutes ago. If their Twitter mentions aren't popping, then why are they on their phone? What are they doing? You know, yeah. nothing, nothing's going off there. Then they just throw the phone down and they're like, all right, let's go back to it. You know, so I think, like, the more you let them check it, you obviously don't want to have them so distracted to where they're, like, you know, constantly on it. But I don't see a problem with treating it. Like, it'll be interesting to see what the vets do. 30 yeah. minutes seems like a little bit of really... That's he like, said 20 to 30. That's, like, really quick, though, to me. I feel like I wait two hours or something like that. Oh, okay. Wow. You can go without their phone the whole time. I mean, I can go without my phone for a while, but... You're a different breed, though. You're cut from a different cloth. Also didn't have an iPhone until I was, like, 21. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's... I guarantee that's not... Well, maybe that could be that's the case for some, of, for, mo- for some of those guys, depending on their background. But... Uh, I'd be interested to see what a vet, like, you know, like, let's say Larry Fitzgerald is out there and or in the meetings, and he's been in his the league, you know, for how long, and he's never had to play with his phone, and he's looking around at these guys like, Coach, why are we stopping right now? We're about to break down something very important, and you want to let these guys go get lost in social media and then come back and try and focus when now they could be thinking about what somebody just said about them in their mentions, you know? It's like, I mean, they, it, would, it would happen anyway, but... I, I could I see both sides of it, so I'm interested. Is this a win or a loss for you? A winner or a loser? Um, I'll say, I mean, I don't know. Uh, draw. Okay. Push, a push. Very good. It's, like not, it's say, not really a winner. It's not really a this loser. Is, is, this, is this more of like a wait and see where it's kind of yeah. like if it works out, then you're definitely if, winning. If, it if find the out Cardinals that are back to the top five pick next year, then it didn't work. Okay. <laughs> and you're fired, so yeah. we know. You're gone. All right. Uh, next up on winners, losers. Michael Irvin posted on Instagram the other day that he went uh, for a throat cancer screening. So, thoughts and prayers, T's and P's with Michael Irvin. Uh, in the rants that he's been having lately, when they bring him on, like, first take, he didn't sound so great. But I also good, probably... Good entertainment. I just attributed that to him yelling a lot. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't really sure if that was, you know, if there was any, like, health issues there. But really hope that that screen comes back clear because... Um, a, you know, you just Michael Irvin, great football player, but I mean, just I love to see people bloviate about the Cowboys and then have the Cowboys prove them wrong time and time again. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite songs, actually. Um, okay, so winner here because we hope that you pass it, but also a loser because it was a scary situation. I did we just talk ourselves? That's another push. All right, that sucks. Um, Jordy Nelson's retiring. Now, my question is, Flan, is Jordy Nelson a Hall of Famer? No. Okay, very simple answer. Why? I mean, I think if you beat in the Hall of Fame, I mean, it's weird. Cause I think I feel like Julian Edelman should be considered. I don't know if he should be a Hall of Famer. I think he should be considered, but I think I don't think Jordy Nelson really. Mm, that's interesting. Why? Rings? No, I just think. Or I don't know. Maybe maybe it is rings. Maybe it is that. Or is it who's throwing them the ball? Because that could also discredit them. Where you say, well, he got those numbers because he had, a, you know, a top ten quarterback of all time throwing to him. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I... And I will secede that Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. I just think Drew Brees is better. He he. Well, I think when you're if you're a receiver making it to the Hall of Fame, you got to be like a Terrell Owens, Randy Moss, Jerry Rice kind of receiver <laughs> flans bar set very high but that's how it should be for the whole thing is am i am i wrong <laughs> you're not wrong in theory but i mean there's gonna be but like i know but like but i mean like you're not gonna see like michael crabtree go in there and get a well, hall of, course of fame not, but occasionally there's a guy that makes it in that really uh lower you know kind of averages but like julie out, so. julian edelman would be like the like the ones that would be like the kind of you 
they would talk about it and it'd be like mm, maybe, maybe, maybe. Because well, he did everything in the playoffs. That has to be considered for something when the lights were shining bright. I know it's true. But I mean, um, I don't know. I, I've always thought that the Hall of Fame should always be very, very strict. I feel like sometimes they just, if you're really nice to the media mm-hmm. and you were went to five All Star games or Pro Bowls and you get in, yeah, you get a gimme. It should always be like if your number's not being retired, then you should not be in. Wow. Okay, setting the bar very high. It should be. It's the Hall of Fame. You're the best of the best. Yeah. I mean, that's how I've always thought it It should be. Okay. Especially in baseball. I feel like baseball, was, baseball gets to the point where they almost start bringing in people who are like, damn. Like, so you're ready to go through the Hall of Fame and start revoking people's passes. I don't want to say revoking. <laughs> just, I, mean, I mean, just like, I don't think Jordy Nelson is anywhere in the greatest of all time conversation. All right. I'm giving Jordy Nelson the L then today. You hold that L, Jordan Nelson. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, Tony Romo wants $10 million a year from CBS to continue calling um, play-by-play coverage. Now, if he doesn't get it, then ESPN will give it to him. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's, I was going to be my next question. If, so, he does yeah, not, get it. if he does not get this money, which CBS will most certainly pay him, uh, would he go to ESPN and he'd automatically take he'd that spot? fifteen million. He'd take that spot from Booger so quick on ESPN Monday Night Football. Joe Tessitore and Tony Romo, mm-hmm. and he'd get Joe Tessitore's broadcaster voice of, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is Monday Night Football. And then you'd get Tony Romo, who's you know over there just Romo Domstress, you know, predicting plays and shit and whatnot. Um, that would be quite a matchup. And then Booger, uh, Booger gets put back to the Saragusa role, but they've retired the um, I guess they're the trying to get they're trying to get Peyton Manning right now to be the guy, but yeah, he good just luck. refuses to do it. He's only gonna, I think he doesn't want to do I think he just wants to do like the once every like four or five weeks in the playoff in the season do that. I don't think he wants that job. I don't think he wants to uh, know see what, see what I did there. He just wants to do that, that one like episode of on ESPN plus that he does every four weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's enough. Detail. Yeah. yeah. Where he does Kobe's show for him. Yeah. For the f- football. Yeah. What's uh, Barry Bonds going to do the baseball one? <laughs> what do they call it? Hand eye. That's what that. It'd probably, like, it probably be like, it, he, the thing with Barry Bonds, it's crazy that they had him up in the booth one time with uh, Kruten Kipe. And they were talking like, oh, what, what would you think right here, Barry? What, what, what kind of um, pitching thing he's going to throw? I was like, well, with his first two fastballs on the right, on the outside corner of the place, we're gonna come inside with a curveball right here, and then boom, well, you know, curveball. <laughs> and he just predict. He knew, like, he knew that he was a student. Oh, he was. He was. The, he had the highest IQ probably in the last twenty-five years mm-hmm. in baseball. Mm-hmm. May actually probably longer than that, but um, yeah, he he was. He was like calling. He knew what pitch was gonna get thrown. And he didn't even have anything on the guy that was pitching. It was just like he just knew baseball. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I I knew that I should have disconnected that phone before we started, but I did not. But props to you for not letting it distract. Uh, you. I was talking about Barry Bonds. I'm thinking distract. I'm talking I about Barry Bonds. I was sitting over here very mad. I was contemplating <laughs> on hitting the stop button because we have that capacity. But you were also midstream of consciousness, and I was like, Nah, I can't. I can't knock this. Thank right you. Now. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Um. So bring that back to Tony Romo for me. <laughs> uh, Ten million dollars a year. He's a winner, right? Oh yeah, you know, big winner. Big winner. He's gonna get it, for sure. He's he's gonna get it. All right. Next up on the winners losers list. We're halfway through. Hang in there, Flynn. Uh, Lonzo Ball has officially covered up his triple B tat. So and this is this is off the heels of uh, basically him declaring fraud, uh, or you know that he was a victim of fraud. Because the guy that he was working with, with a big baller brand, has $1.5 million that's unaccounted for. Just, it's gone. It's all of Lonzo's money gone. And uh, he was the main guy that was in on this. It was just LeVar that was really the promotion hype machine that went into it. But Lonzo was the one that teamed up with this guy and got took. Wasn't so, it also that came up that, like, he was having ankle issues because of the big baller brand shoes? That was a rumor. There were people that said, or that was speculation. People said, hey, why don't you get out of the Triple B shoes? Because we see what you're doing with your brand. But uh, get into some real basketball shoes. And I guess what Lonzo had initially aspired to do was do something like Jordan did and wanted to work with Nike but branch out on, into his own his own brand. You gotta be and, one of the goats to do that. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, you did that a little backwards <laughs> there, bud. You tried to do it on the way in, whereas you should have gone the KD route, where it's just like, oh, make me a signature shoe. Let me be the first rookie to have a signature shoe, you know. 
and uh, instead he came in with his own. I mean, it was a good idea, but now I feel bad for all those people that actually no, I don't. You paid six hundred dollars for a pair of <laughs> shoes, and you had to wait almost a year to get them. I don't feel bad for you, uh, but I do feel bad for Lonzo in this situation. So I'm gonna say it's a win that he's moving on from this, and I doubt that uh, there will be any Triple B merch left, or if it is, it's on sale. So if you go want, to Goodwill, it's probably on sale there. If you want Triple B at the thrift shop, yeah, that's where Triple B gear will be. All right, uh, this next one ties into a comment that you made earlier about. Uh, so I'm going to deduce that Chris Bosh is a Hall of Famer because he got his number retired by the Miami Heat, correct? I am almost certain the reason why he got his number retired. I think there's two reasons why he got it retired in Miami. One is that he signed a long-term deal after LeBron left, so he showed loyalty to the franchise. Yep. And also, they felt probably felt a little bad from this whole heart condition that he had. It's a blood clot, or blood clots, yeah. whatever it was. Uh, I d- <laughs> that sounds so sinister to think, but it's. I mean, you know, part of it's true. But I think I really think the fan base like they were like kind of whatever with him. They were all about LeBron, but once LeBron left, and then he signed the long term deal, like all right, this is this is our guy. I mean, he played. Uh, 13 seasons in the NBA and seven of those were in Toronto. And it's like he played very, very good in Toronto. It was just he played in Toronto, so nobody saw him. And then he came to Miami and he made a sacrifice, and I understand it. I think that the reason that he gets it uh, retired is, like you stated, he stuck around after. I'm sure there's a little bit of sympathy in there with his condition because he tried to fight back and play so hard. Also, he's probably, he, was he, was, he, was on, he was on the one of the greatest Miami Heat yeah, teams ever. He's one, he was a part of one of the greatest mini dynasty, or I mean, one of the greatest runs by any franchise, uh, you know, in that Heatles, that big three era, you know, and it was just like, I'm not taking anything away from Chris Bosh because he is a hell of a basketball player. He could play basketball in circles around me, you know, he could <laughs> circles around me. Um, but I do. There's you know a little bit of speculation there, just then the fact that the the Heat. I guess it actually makes sense for the Heat. He only spent six seasons there, and I think the only other Heat jerseys that are retired are Shaquille O'Neal and Alonzo Mourning. So I don't know if there's another Heat jersey that's retired after that. They will retire D Wade. Yeah. Like the second it happens, um, that'll be opening. Yeah, his will be next year. That'll be opening night next year. Yeah. They will retire D Wade's number. He three. is Miami Heat. Yes. And then even though he left because he wanted more money and then they wouldn't give it to him, so he took off for more money that one time. And then He got it. Yeah. And then he ended up back there. So moral of the story, do what you want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but Chris Bosch, uh, a winner. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's a winner. Finishes his career nineteen point two points a game, eight and a half rebounds, two assists, forty nine point four percent from the field, thirty three and a half percent from the three point line. And uh, 79.9 at the free throw uh, stripe, even though nobody really calls it that anymore. Um, very efficient player. I think the thing with Chris Bosch, and we've noticed with people that have talked about him more and more as this has gone on and this ceremony was going on, is he was the modern-day NBA player just back in 03-04. Who was? Chris Bosch. Oh, was yeah. the modern-day stretch-long player that can uh, – he's got decent enough post skills. Good shooter, mm-hmm. high IQ. You know, he he knows the game, so and then not a bad passer to boot. So he can get you boards. Like he just did everything. Just born at the wrong time. He was he was very he was very good at positionless basketball. He was very good stretch four, stretch five. You know, put him in at three if you got a really long tall lineup. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Just nothing. Okay, so Chris Bosh's number retired. That's a W right there. All right, next up on Winners, Losers, Flan, did you hear this? The AAF might fold. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah, what, what details do you have? They want help from the Players Association. Are they going to get it? I don't know why they would. Yeah, right. The, the AAF wants to be the NFL's little brother more than the NFL wants the AAF to be its Big little time. brother. Big you know? time. And it's just you could tell that, and it's it's very apparent right now. Um, don't want to be the one yeah, that in that situation, but it's – yeah, I, they got bought out by the the Hurricanes owner. I thought that saved them for this year, and now it's gonna. I think maybe it saved them for this year, but now they're in fear that it might tank or it might fold for next year. Mm-hmm. And all this tells me is that America does not love the idea of spring football like they claim they do. Otherwise, you would not have a league like this fold on the on the verge of folding after it's already been bought out. Two weeks into its inaugural season, yeah. So you don't love this. You you don't love football as much as you claim to. So, you know this this is partially to blame on America. 
is America. Fault. America's fault. You gotta own this one. You screwed this pooch. So that's <laughs> an L. That's an L. Hold that L. A A F. The AF. 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 All right. Uh, next up on the winners losers list, a moment of silence. And we're back. Conor McGregor has retired from MMA. It's a big loss for you. I'm I'm low-key upset, man. I'm not gonna lie. Come out uh, of nowhere. One of my favorite uh one of my favorite UFC fighters. And athletes. Then, and then yeah, really just athletes, yeah. He, I don't know if he makes my Mount Rushmore, but he's definitely one of my definitely in my Hall of Fame. Who is on your Mount? That's a question. First what is, who's, who's your first per- champ champ? Who's your who's your who's your Mount Rushmore favorite athletes for you? Favorite athletes for me? Whew. That's a loaded one. Um, well, I guess you're a fan of or whatever. That well, okay. Uh, right now, and it's subject to change with more thinking because you kept me on my you catch me on my feet. So I'll just I'll, mm. I'll just first four off the top of my head. Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. just watching what he did in a boxing. Ring. I was young, but I was mm-hmm. impressionable enough to watch. I I mean I can watch old Tyson fights, but then growing up, uh, like six, seven, eight. And that was catching the latter part of Tyson that came out of prison and still watching him be dominant, but is not as dominant as he was. Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, probably Jerry Rice, and Barry Bonds. So a little Bay Area heavy, but I'm not even a Niner fan, and I could admit that Jerry Rice, very nice. I, I, and even as he got older, and the same with Barry Bonds, because it's not, you know, like I saw – Barry got traded the year that we were born, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, that was the year that he got drafted because he signed with the Giants in 93. He got traded to the Giants in 93? When did he get drafted? Oh, he got signed with the Giants in 93. He signed with him in 93, but he got drafted, what, like 89? No, he's pretty, he's, he'd been the, he was in the league, 88, I think. Okay. So, yeah, he'd been with the Giants as long as we had been born. Um, yeah, but uh, for me, I would go Barry Bonds is the – Obvious for all of us in the Bay Area. <laughs> um, Barry Bonds. Jeff Garcia. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, Tiger Woods. Roger Federer. And I am a huge... Oh, fuck that. I just had my name. The head. La, la, la. Those three for sure. And then... I would say honorable mention for me is T.O. If we're going athletes. Roger Federer, Tiger Woods, Barry Bonds. Oh, and Kobe. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've always, even though I was on the Lakers, it was, it was one player I was just like, but then, that uh, guy I can absolutely respect. And I could have a Mount Rushmore of my on deck, you know, like honorable mention. And I'm saying, uh, McGregor. Honorable mention for me is like Steve Young. McGregor probably makes that list. But, you know, and that's uh, part of that might be prisoner of the moment, but it's just, you know, I. Aside from the losses that he's taken here late in his career and uh, after the post, you know, money and paydays and all that, like his ascendance and his climb and the charisma that he did it with, it, dude, it was captivating, man. It's tough to not be a fan of him. It just, when it comes to me, it's like, what are the four, who are the four players that, like, when they're on TV, I, like, literally stop them doing a watch? And that's Tiger, Federer, Barry Bonds back in the day, and Kobe back in the day. Mm. Raven right now, if I'm if I'm cruising on ESPN, all of a sudden tennis pops up and Roger Federer is playing. I'm. What do you think a 15 year old would say? Right now, a 15 year old. LeBron. Stan. Probably no, it'd probably be like LeBron, OBJ. Oh God. Um, I hate this list already. Tom Brady. And. I, I think I think if you I think if you were to catch some of them, they would say maybe mm, someone might say because I think FIFA is really big, so someone might say Messi or Ronaldo. Mm, yeah, I didn't even think about world football players in mind. Okay. And I think some girls would either. I think some the one that I think is one it should be considered more as the greatest athlete of all time is Serena Williams. Oh, she's the greatest female athlete of all time. I think she's yeah female for sure, but I think she should be in the conversation of greatest athlete ever. Okay. It, what? What? She came. When did she? Didn't she win Wimbledon? Like, what? Six say, months after she gave birth to a kid. That's your debate. You no, know, she won with a child inside of her. And so, dude, so. come on. Some could say that's cheating. Some could say that it was a two v one. Oh right? yeah, yeah, true, uh, true, true. Drama there. It just yes. it depends on your perception, drama. Your, your spin. So, yeah, it's got to be tough playing two v one. Okay. Um, so McGregor retiring. Uh, this is an L for me, but a W for him because. He he told us a while ago the double champ does whatever the, the hell he wants. Yep. So, 
All right. Uh, next up on winners and losers, Celtics and Clippers. Congratulations, you have clinched a playoff berth. So obvious W here for them, Flan. Uh, which of those two teams do you think is going to go further in the playoffs? Keep in mind, Clippers have like nobody on their team this year except Lou Will, Montrez Harrell, and um, I'm blanking on uh, Landry Shamet. The, the or Schmidt, the kid from Wichita State. I'll say State. the Clippers are doing a much better job than the Lakers, though, in terms of wanting to recruit players this offseason. Well, yeah, they're obviously going <laughs> after Kawhi, but I'm saying in the playoffs, I think that while the Celtics might be the better team on paper, you see the Clippers play. The Clippers have actually beat the Celtics head to head. But um, well, I, think I just think I think, I think you, can, you can put down Clipper the Celtics because I think if you're in one through four in the East, your first round's pretty easy. Mm, okay, yeah, fair enough. Where's the West? It's going to be a little bit tougher. Yeah. You probably, they, they clinch, so they'll be a five seed, so they'll play probably like the Thunder or the Jazz. Uh, well, they're, they're sitting at the five seed right now, I should say. Okay, um, next up on winners, losers. Jets and the Preds have clinched playoff mm. bursts in the NHL. And uh, I'm not going to ask for your thoughts because I know you have none on the matter. I have none. I just wanted to make sure that we got the shout-out there uh, to the NHL. Uh, congrats to the Jets and Preds. Uh, in their, their quest in the playoffs. Why? Because it's a cup. Love the cup. Because it's a cup. Wish I could drink beer of it one day, but... Anytime... No. Well, you got to play. You got to win. I know. Uh, anytime you run into a hockey player and it's playoff season, man, you just you just look at the TV, you just look at them, and you say, because it's a cup, and they just get it. They just, they just understand it. Because mm. it's a cup. So, all right. That'll do it for winners and losers. Uh, do you have anything for the pop culture update? I do not. Do oh, I was gonna say, do not answer that. Actually, question. I do. Okay, perfect. Hold on, I gotta get the music going, and then you got a chance to look up something else. Yeah. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 But we're still gonna talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. Uh, Flan, let's start off with your pop culture update. Mine yeah. is that the new promo for the new season of Keeping Up the Kardashians came out, and it all revolves around that juicy drama we got a few weeks ago um, with, with Chloe. Chloe and Tristan. Oh, my God. And very hypocritical of her to start crying into the camera while she's promoting this thing, saying, my life is not a TV show. <laughs> Interesting. Uh. Because I'm pretty sure you put your whole life on a TV show. I love it how that just that probably came so effortless, just aside from the tears. But that was probably just pure. The whole thing revolves around Kylie and uh, Chloe. The whole promo promo oh, does. Oh, so lots of Travis Scotts. You might actually watch. No, it. no, because well, because Kendall's best Kendall's no Kendall Kylie's Kylie. best friend was the one that. Oh yes, yeah, slept with, with Tristan. It. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Johnny Manziel spotted at the Dubs game. Memphis uh, Thunder, or that team's called Express. Express. Yeah, in the soon-to-be, as we now know, defunded uh, and collapsing AAF. So, but Johnny Manziel still got courtside tickets. Um, all right. So, keeping up with the Kardashians, your pop culture update. I absolutely love it. Love it. Could you hear the sarcasm? All right. No. Uh, my, I got a couple here for you. Billboard has removed Lil Nas X's Old Town Road from its Hot Country Songs chart. That is that Horses in the Back song, for those of you that are not hip to it. Had to look it up. Mm. Uh, so the rapper's viral country trap hit, which rose to number 19 on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart, was removed because, quote-unquote, it does not embrace enough elements of today's country music. Hmm. It does not. Fans were quick to point out an apparent double standard when it comes to crossover hits. That's interesting. I'm not. I don't care enough to look at that. But uh, yeah, you know, it didn't. It didn't catch the country music vibe. And I'm gonna take some shots here at country music of talking about a truck, a woman, a dog, a beer, an old memory. What? Let me let me see. Have I covered all the genre or all the subgenres in country music or topics at least? Hey, you're gone close. Tractors, trucks, whiskey. Oh, whiskey. Well, drink. That would have been under the drinking umbrella. Sorry, beer, whiskey, tequila. Oh, more beer. Um, I would never cross S or Stone Cold with country music, and I did right there. So I'm apologizing right now. I'm sorry. I like Stone Cold Steve Austin a lot more than I like country music. 
So I apologize for that. All right, next up on the pop culture update, we have, um, oh shit, where'd it go? I lost it. Oh, Mariah Carey is turning 49 years old. Wow. And I'm not saying she's a celebrity crush of mine, but it made me think of your past celeb crushes, but I want like minimum. I'll give you three. I want minimum 35 years or older. They gotta be. They gotta be right, ten, right now. Ten plus years older than us. Yeah, of your oh, okay. celeb crushes in Hollywood. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, easy. Yeah. Kira Underwood. Yeah. Okay. And uh, damn, those two for sure. Oh. Ow. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is because I've watched sports my whole life. Aaron Andrews. No, yeah. Um, okay, so I go Jennifer Aniston, Lucy Liu, and and then for the sports one, because I didn't even think about that, Hannah Storm. Really? Hannah Storm? It's kind of hot. Aaron Andrews is, or, oh, actually, my the latest thing I saw in the last few months. Maybe, maybe, cur- maybe, I... maybe Carissa Thompson's in there. Well, I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I put the stipulation. Oh, it depends if she's older than 35, because she's got to be 10 years older than you. Uh, I saw some things. I've seen some things lately. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Congratulations, you discovered internet porn. So proud of you. A little apprehensive to shake your hand or fist bump you now, but still proud of you. Okay, Uh, I had something here else on the pop culture update, but if I lost it, I guess it's not really that important. I guess you lost it. Don't you stop. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. That's done. I ain't got nothing. Flan, any announcements to make? No announcements. Okay. I want to apologize to you for making the uh, the girlfriend joke earlier. She's not your girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. She, yeah, he does not have a girlfriend. She is not his girlfriend yet. But um, I just wanted to apologize for that, and I'll let you know that I'm sorry. That was insensitive of me. Damn you. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Uh, I thought that show was all right. Um, Great show. Mm. As uh, in the words of Dan Levitard, intergalactically stupid. Uh, yeah, so we promise to get better. We're, I think we're almost at the one-year mark. April is right around the one-year mark. We still need to have a, uh, a meeting of the minds to, to talk about what, what direction we want to take this in the future. Future. It's a, a long time from now. It's yeah, no man. Well, and then also get ready for the draft. The draft special. Ooh, tease uh, the draft. I cannot wait for the draft. Tease the draft special. You'll be over here, right? Yeah, I'll be here. Okay. I'll be late though, but I'll be here. Yeah, it's all good. I'll have some beer, whiskey, yeah. tequila, right, more beer. Oh, uh, whiskey. Beer. All right. Um, and then, yeah. What else have we got? We got the draft special. We still need to do the eating competition too. Oh man, we are behind on that. The burrito. I haven't forgotten about that. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it. I'll stop pandering here. Um, for the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. Well, I said it last year. We're not here just to take part. We're here to take over. That's what I thought you said. Now let me offer this as a rebuttal. I'm pushing and popping, you and I radio happen. Moonwalk, Billy Jean, ooh, feeling like I'm Michael Jackson. OJ Glove don't fit the skid, gotta go meet me there instead. Most of my friends were going flick, danger if I'm off getting head. In the whip by a baddie, text me that addy. Show an ass on Insta, let them know you got a fatty. Where you been? I've been working, even though I'm damn sad days. Overtime on a holiday, making that St. Pat's Day. Time and a half in my bag, but we a chap. Scaring, you don't know Jack, I gotta laugh, cause what you thought, kangaroo? Cute nigga, oh shit. Baby saying I should model like this. You don't know squat, eh, eh. pull up a squat. Eh, eh. New kid, I'm squat. Eh, eh. Wait till I drop. Eh, eh. I can tell this. Eh. That girl be squat. Eh. lemons on B sting. Sleep together, that's dream team. I'm awake cause it's Monday. Start the week, shit, bullshit. I don't get paid enough to be here past the time of my full shift. Bet on Friday, I'm leaving two minutes early, chucking up the deuces. Vibrate, new phone, who this?